Hi, I am Kendall Rawls, Director of Development with the Rawls Group, Business Succession Planners, here to welcome you to our Pay It Forward series, where I interview different business owners about their experience going through the succession planning process. In this episode, I am joined by Tracy Jones, President of Century Automotive Group, based in Huntsville, Alabama. Tracy integrated into the business as a second generation, and now the third generation is actively working in the business. Here we go. Tracy, thank you so much for being here um, today. And before we jump in, can you just share a little bit of background or history um, on your company and and your family and the family business? Yes, Um, we are Century Automotive Group. We have BMW, Porsche, Jaguar, Land Rover, Volvo, all in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, We have three generations in our business, which we'll jump right in there to that. Um, My father founded our company. He is 83 years old. He is our our, uh, chairman and I am president uh, of our company. And I have been here for 34 years. And my husband is our general manager. He has been with our company for 33 years. And our son Parker has been here for almost six years and he is our used um, car director. So we have a lot of family in our business. Um, We do all enjoy each other, uh, do do Christmas dinner and Thanksgiving around the table together, thanks to Rawls. And um, we've all been working together a long time. And, you know, again, my husband and I are here running things every day and have for 34 years together and it works. Well, what, what brought your dad um, to the car business? Uh, my dad worked for Cadillac Motor Division um, right out of college. I was a, a baby and we moved around a lot. And then my dad said, I really want to be on the retail side. I don't want to be on the wholesale side anymore. So he um, started in um, with the Key Royal organization in Jacksonville, Florida, and was transferred to Philadelphia and then was transferred to Huntsville, Alabama when I was in first grade. And dad said, and mom said, I will live there for one year, one year only. I don't wanna live in Alabama. And again, that was 30, or gosh, no, 50 some odd years ago. We, we've been in Alabama since then. Uh, my dad was, we got here, we were, we were here about six months and Key Royal saw a lot in him and they promoted him to um, dealer within six months. And then he, as Key World did, he he began buying buying the dealership and he was the youngest Chevy dealer at 28 years old in the country at that time. So dad always says a little bit of luck, um, a lot of talent I'd like to to think he had and just being at the right place at the right time. And Alabama's our home and been a great great business, great place to have a business and raise a family. And, um, and, you know, again, a high line dealership in a, in a booming community like Huntsville, Alabama is, has been, been great for us. Wow. And did you know that you always wanted to work in the car business or what was your journey to, um, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, when I was a little girl and all the little girls in, first, second grade would hold up a poster and say they want to be nurses and teachers and what they wanted to be when they were growing up. And my poster always said, I want to be a car dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to be um, just like my dad. I love, love cars, love the car business. Uh, the highlight of my year was um, when the new car show uh, would come every year and we would always, um, you know, do, do, 
big parties for when they do the model year change out. And I mean, I can remember always being at the dealership that, that, you know, through all that. And then, you know, as I got a little bit older, NADA, I used to love to go with my dad to NADA. And, um, and then, um, then I was in college and in the, in the early eighties and my dad, I said, well, you know, okay, I want to, you know, be a car dealer. And he said, the car dealer, it's just no place for a woman. And he probably was right. He was like, what were you going to do? Start selling cars right out of school. Again, it was early 80s. We were Chevy dealers, um, different time, different place for women even back then. So um, I went and I got my CPA and I worked for Pricewaterhouse and um, just was moved to Houston and said, I'm going to do my own path and I'm going to be really successful since you won't let me be a car dealer. And, um, and then, um, when he needed a controller mm. about five years, and I just gotten promoted to manager with PWC. And he said, I need a controller and I'm thinking about retiring and, you ever think about coming back to Huntsville? By this time, George and I were married, thinking about children. And I was like, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> and he was right. It was a good way for me to start into our business because I'd already had credibility where I was. I had the accounting background, which we desperately need in our business. I think people are short-sighted. Our, our businesses are so much more than just selling cars. <laughs> it's, you know, you have five totally different businesses with service. We have a collision center with the F&I department, parts department, sales department. I mean, they are all so, so different and you're managing assets. And, and I think an accounting background was, 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 you know, I think dad knew we needed it. And, um, and, and I came, came on board then. So, and then, and then the best part of the story, he said, well, you can come to work here. He said, but you and George can't work together. And I love you guys too much to be, to think there's no way y'all can stay married and work together. That was 34 years ago. And we've been, we've made a pretty good run of it <laughs> we <work> together every day. <laughs> so we, we know our lanes. We know where to err on which ones, uh, who, who's right. We're not, we're, we don't always agree on everything, but we know, we know, you know, when to give each other the space and who, you know, if, if I might not agree with him on something, but if I know it's his lane, it's something he knows a lot about, which is the sales end and the marketing end, I'll be like, okay, then I agree with you on this and mm-hmm. I'll support you on this. And he's the same way with, again, the financial things. He'd be like, I don't really know that I would go that way, but you've obviously done the research and I'll, I'll support you on this. So that's how it's worked. Sounds like a great partnership. Yeah, it is. And thank goodness our offices aren't in the same building anymore. <laughs> they used to be. <laughs> so what um made you begin to think about succession planning and um going down the journey of um looking for people to help facilitate the process for you you know it was it was a a 20 group meeting actually and hugh came and spoke at our 20 group and i remember sitting there and listening to him and and the, the the you know the story that you all have used and i've used with other people he went you know, family business is 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 such a wonderful, great opportunity. But it was the but that I so listened to, and and you don't want to not be able to sit around the Thanksgiving dinner table with the, those of, that you love, your family, because of something that happened at work that day, or something that happened in your business, 
or don't want to say, oh, no, we don't want to go be at their house or even Sunday dinner or whatever because of Sunday having a business. And 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 I thought that's right. I mean, it's a it's a wonderful thing to have a family business. And in our automobile industry, you see so many second and third generations that screw it up. And George and I did not want to be the generation that screwed it up. And our children are coming on board and they love our business too. We have four children and all four of them love our business and want to be in our business. And we are making them work very hard outside of our business to be successful before we even will consider them coming in because it's not a birthright to be here. It's not. It is a wonderful family asset that that we all have to protect. But more importantly, we have to protect the family unit and harmony and all of us getting along. And that's what Hugh really harped on at that meeting. And so after the 20 group meeting, I remember he was having lunch all by himself. He probably wanted to sit by himself and be quiet. And I went over and I pulled up a chair and I sat down and asked him every question I could think of and and tried to get him to talk to my dad, try to get my dad to talk to him. And it was probably a good five, six years after that, where every time I saw anybody from Rawls at, at NADA or called anyone, I would go talk to you all. And finally, finally, when we started thinking about bringing our our first child into the business, our oldest son, Parker, we finally decided it was it was time to get you all involved. Hmm. It was so a long has- process. It did not just happen the first meeting and the first pitch. It did not. Yeah, that's um, it's pretty consistent in terms of um, what do you feel like was the process in terms of of over those four to five years? Was it understanding um, what succession planning was? Was there um, just was it distractions in other in other ways in terms of growing the business? What, What do you think was part of that process? I think your word distractions hit home with me because we're always too busy. We're always too busy to do things. Our business is is busy. <laughs> and you think, well, um, you know, oh, we'll deal with that later. We'll deal with that later. And I think sometimes we all are guilty of doing that and we don't deal with it till it's too late and it's hard. And I, I think if you do proper planning, and do it on the front end, it makes things so much easier. And and I think we got to the point where it was starting to get hard. Mm-hmm. My dad in the business, my husband and I both working together, trying to, I mean, we are the sandwich generation, if you will. I mean, have a healthy, successful father that was, and, 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 and then a son coming in that is very successful and wants to do well. And George and I are kind of like, well, where are we in this fit? And wait a minute. And, and, and so it was nice when Parker started coming on board that we were finally like, okay, we need to do something. We, we do so that we can all get what we want out of Century, the engine that got us here. Mm-hmm. And we can all get what we want, but we have to do it the right way. And I think Parker coming on board, we had two or three generations in here. And and um, and looking back, it's been six years since we've been with Rawls now, five or six. And um, 
oh my gosh, there's no way we could have done it without with, without Rawls. Um, but but the the years before going in, I think sometimes you'd think, oh God, I need to call them. And then you wouldn't. I need to call them. And then you wouldn't. And then I'd go hear them talk somewhere, or read an article, and it'd be like, God, we need to do this. And then at some point, you just have to go, it is time. And, and, and it maybe was time years before, but you almost know when it's time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was. And so it was an event for us. And sometimes it's an event where someone dies, which that's very hard or an event where you've got too many people on board and you don't know what to do with them all. And for us, it was it was an event with our son coming on to business into our business. But thank God we weren't too screwed up to begin with. <laughs> so, so we didn't wait too late. And fortunately, we have another son that's ready to come on board. So we are, that's what I was just on the phone with Rawls 15 minutes ago, just talking about what that's going to look like with him coming on board. And boy, does it feel good to have have done it right with one child, knowing that we've got a, got a roadmap for the for the next one and and we were just saying do we do anything any differently with this one I mean we we had a roadmap and we did it and we follow it and so we're going to meet with the mentor team at two o'clock today and kind of go over um, their involvement with our next son coming on board wow so so it's it's been a great 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 it's it's the process that works and, Mm -hmm. and and that's what we're following so where um, you've touched on this a little bit, but how has the process impacted you, the family and the business? We would all say if we were all sitting here that our business is better because of Rawls. And I didn't get paid to say that. <laughs> um, I think they make us do the things that we know we need to do, but we don't want to do, like sit down and do an org chart. I'm like, why do we need an org chart? We know who does what. Well, with the people that are here right now, we know who does what, but how are we going to transition and, you know, how are we going to grow if, if we keep filling the boxes with the same personalities that we know, we need to know what the boxes are. And then we put the people in them and, and those kind of things. And that's kind of hard to do. I probably wouldn't have done that without them, you know, and, and what do we want to look like in five years? Well, again, we're busy. I know what I want to do today, tomorrow and keep, but if I'm bringing my kids on board, the next generation, we need to have a growth plan and we need to know what we want to look like in the next five years and why are we doing it? What What's the vision? And again, you know, we're in here doing what we do. We've been doing for 34 years. And so our business, we've been here 52, our, our company. But um, so I think that's been good. They make us do the hard stuff and they make us look so that we have a purpose and we know what the vision is. And, and uh, you know, our next big step is, you know, acting like a big corporation. I mean, we have, you know, we have, we have board meetings, but now we're working on an, an executive committee that will elevate us even more for our, for our growth and, um, you know, an an executive office. And and that's, you know, that's far from running a car dealership, which is what we do right now. So we're working toward that, which I think will help our growth and help it for our children and, and for the future with what's going on in our industry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What have you learned during the process? 
Oh, let's see. Um, change. I think change, you know, just, you know, we, we've got a good, we've got a great uh, culture here and, and, and uh, again, a business model, but things are changing and bringing in the next generation and listening to them. And um, that doesn't mean that they always get what they want, but they have a seat at the table and we listen to them and we, we, um, uh, it's not just like little juniors here and we just got to listen to grandpa and junior does his thing. It's, it's more of a, you know, if we're bringing on this next generation, we need to be an audience to them and we need to support them. And, 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 um, and I think that's, that's definitely, definitely helped. I mean, my kids know way more about what's going on out in the business than I do, but it's nice to have a little uh, seniority around too to help guide them. And that's what we do. And we take time for that and we meet and we plan. And, um, and, and I think that's helped a lot. That's what we've learned a lot from that. What would you share with other business owners who are unsure about engaging in succession planning? I think you, it is, it is the biggest thing I say, it is expensive to do. And that's another reason you kind of go, oh, I don't want to do it today, but you can't afford not to. And, and, and I really, really believe that we are a better business because we have planned our succession planned or since we have use succession planning, especially with the Rawls group and the Rawls group knows our business. They, and they've got resources for anything we need and we use those resources and it is money well spent. I mean, we, we've made money with the Rawls group and, and again, I didn't get paid to say that either, but um, <laughs> we, we, we have, and I, I think we're a better company because of it. I, I think you can't afford not to, if you are bringing your children on board or if you have an older parent, if you will, or relative that is still in the business. That doesn't mean that there's not a place for them in the business, but it might not be running things every day and making the decisions every day. And sometimes sometimes you need a little help making that happen. It, it's a shame if you have to sell a family asset because you can't get along or that everybody can't get what they want. I think that was how we started it. We can all get what we want here. We just have to make sure we're smart about it. And so far, Rawls has helped us to do that. Was there anything that surprised you going through the succession planning process so far? I think that I would be um, the fact that we were talking about possibly taking a break from them uh, just uh, just because I thought, well, we've got our son on board. I've done the stock purchase from my dad. We've got a good thing going. Business has been good. So you kind of go, and then our 31-year-old son said, no, we need the Rawls group. They helped me be a better business person and a better automobile dealer. And you know, I'm, I'm thinking we didn't just bring our son on or we're bringing our children on to be just because Parker's a great used car salesman. We, you know, it doesn't mean we just leave him in the used car building and he sells the heck out of used cars because that's where we're making all our money right now. We, we do that. We put him there. But then what is his plan? What is his long term plan? And they help us to do that because 
be real easy to leave him down there because he's making us a lot of money. But that's not the reason we brought him on board. And that's not the reason we have Rawls here. It's to grow our business and to, to help us achieve our goals. And he's part of that process. And so I love the fact that he said, I don't know, we need more Rawls and not less of Rawls. And we were like, okay, okay, it's great. And so I think that surprised me a lot. There wasn't pushback from Parker and there wasn't pushback from our management team bringing our children on board because I think Rawls helped them see how they're going to have a, everybody in this dealership is going to have a place to work if our secession plan works the way it's supposed to. We don't have to sell this dealership. Everybody gets to be here and they get the same culture and they get the same. I always tell everybody, I hope you guys like us a lot because it looks like we're going to be here for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I think we covered the questions. Um, Is there anything else that you'd like to offer? Any other, anything else? Well, I, I, I think I touched on it earlier, but there are so many resources that the Rawls Group has that we're sitting in Huntsville, Alabama. And, you know, maybe we don't know some of, you know, it's a big world out there and they're able to bring information if we're having trouble with something or, you know, parts inventory manage but they're like call this car collision center we they put us in touch with resource some uh, company out of the, you know northeast uh, north northeast so i think that is that is maybe a surprise i guess that there's been you know a a, a wealth of 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 information and 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 we capitalize on we use the rawls we we use it for paying the fee we use them and 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 everyone i've met has been very professional and we have um, recommended them to a lot of people, and I've never had anyone tell me anything other than what I'm saying today. Everybody says, wow, these guys are great. They've really helped our business. And and again, the most important thing is helping your family and the family dynamics. And, and that's, I'm a mama, I'm, I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, I'm a, a you know, a, all, all in here together. And the last thing I want to do is is have some kind of ill feeling with any of those people that I love. And the Rawls has helped make sure that hasn't happened. Not yet. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. This um, hearing this from a client also makes uh, makes my heart swell. Um, as you, as you may know, my dad started it. So, um, I'm here, um, my brother and sister as well, uh, based upon his pure passion and, and the difference that we make. So I'm so, so glad and, um, honored to hear the impact that our team has had on, on your business. Thank you. I want to thank you guys a lot and thank David Weaver and Jeff Faulkner. And we spent a lot of time together and they're, they're friends. Advancing Your Business, Your People, and Your Legacy is produced by the Rawls Group and hosted by me, Kendall Rawls. You can hear more of this discussion on our website at www.rawlsgroup.com. Thanks for listening.